Welcome to the HR Happy Hour Show with Steve and Trish. Trish, I have a question for you. Okay. Soup or salad? Oh my goodness. Why is it, you ask me questions that seem so easy. That's a hard one. Okay, so right now, because I have quarantine with, I'm going to say salad. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's the whole question. I'm going yeah, salad too, for the record. Are you? Yes. No, wait, okay, so like just plain salad or do you have like fruit in the salad? Like, come on, tell the. I'd go, I'd go Caesar if, if it was really offered to me every time. I'd take the Caesar. Wow. Yeah, I would. Okay. So our guest I see is nodding. We're going to ask him uh, that same question here in a second. <laughs> Trish, let's get on to the show. We are super excited today to have with us Chris Leone, the Senior Vice President of Development for Oracle Cloud Human Capital Management. In this role, Chris is responsible for the strategy, product management, product development, and go-to-market functions that deliver modern HR in the cloud to global users. We've been trying to get him on the show for 10 years. Chris, ah. welcome to the HR Happy Hour Show. How are you? Great. It is great to be here. And I've been wanting to come on with you two. You two are fantastic. So thank you for having me. Chris, soup or salad? What's your call? You know, I'll go, I'll go salad. I'll go salad. Right. Yeah. I heard a knockout question. I know we're supposed to keep this uh, real, but I heard a knockout question of ranch or blue cheese. Is that like a, is that like a thing? Yeah. Like, so the knockout, I guess you have to pick blue cheese. So I you think you do. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Especially like on a burger. I'm a big blue cheese on a burger person. Yeah. Yeah. Ranch feels yeah. like you're, you're being punished or you lost a bet or something. Right? Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, Chris, I'm not kidding. We have been trying to get you on the show forever. You're, you're just uh, you're a great uh, speaker, a great HCM thought leader. Uh, we love seeing you present every year at Open World and the HCM events where you uh, kind of passionately talk about the Oracle HCM cloud products. Uh, first question for you, because it's super exciting, all the innovation, all the updates that have come out uh, that are being announced. Uh, my question is this. Oracle and HCM and, and development teams and the sport teams, et cetera, you've gone through this nine months of uh, seven months of pandemic. How are you guys continuing to deliver? Like, how have you just kept your team together, keep focusing on the targets and, and supporting customers just organizationally? How have you pulled that off? Yeah. You know, I think, um, uh, I don't think it's been super, I don't think it's been super easy. I think at the beginning, um, you know, there was a, a certain level of, I don't want to say excitement, but people, it was new and it was different working from home. And, you know, I think people were really enthusiastic. So we actually saw productivity kind of spike a little bit. And, um, and, and uh, you know, we, we look at it as code check-ins and things we can measure. Um, and so productivity kind of spiked. And then, you know, like three months in, it, it started to get tough. And we did the usual things, you know, like checking in, having fun, you know, uh, sessions or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, three months in, it, it started to it started to wane a little bit, and so we we had to think about new ideas uh, of what we can do. And so we've we've done a number of fun contests, um, you know, development contests where you know we've um, put goals out there as far as what we want to achieve, and then did prizes and you know and announced it to the organization to just to try to keep things a little bit different and spicy and and, and mm -hmm. fun, but. It's, you know, I'm ready to, I'm safely, I'm ready to get back to the office. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. been, a lot. it's been a lot. It is easier. I think too, you know, uh, we, we, Steve and I have both worked in product. We were just kind of joking before we started here and, and been users of Oracle products for years as, you know, practitioners as well. But um, from a development perspective too, I mean, do you think that um, whether you're 
you know, together or apart, are you seeing that maybe this, there's more innovation coming from going through it as your customers are going through it, right? Because it's not a, you know, it's all of us. Yep. Do you think that that's helping develop HCM of the future a little bit because you're seeing how your own employees are having to work through, you know, just people experience and, and sort of that journey that they're on with Oracle? Yeah, no, that's a good question. You know, I, I think um, I've gotten more from understanding kind of how our employees are, what they're going through and how they need to, how they need to work. But also I think talking to our customers. Um, so we, we created this, um, we have uh, this customer cloud connect, which is our online forum. And I won't spend a ton of time on it. You probably heard me talk about in the past. We, we have customers come and ask questions and we, we create a COVID forum, but just customers reaching out with like, this is what they have to do during the disruption, whether it's furloughs or change, change absence plans or absence types or, um, you know, have people sign documents when they're coming back to work and, and how can you help us do that in the system and we need to, we need to move quickly and, and so what I've learned is um, we need to make our systems a lot simpler to use and change and configure really quickly. And, and we, we were kind of on that path. Um, we had, and you know, you know how I love, love our product, but we're kind of on that path and um, around the experience design studio and try to make things easier for the HR person to make changes versus IT. And this uh, has really just accelerated that. Like how can we, like an HR person has to go take care of business and they need to do it like in like hours. Um, how can we continue to think about that kind of problem and, and helping them solve that problem? So for me, it's been kind of more of a wake up call on simplicity and, and making it easier to change and configure the system and personalize it. And so I think we were on the right path, but you know, it probably helped us think about how we can accelerate that a little bit more. Yeah, Chris, yeah. You, you said something that kind of triggered like a follow-up for me, which is this. I know with a company like Oracle, it, you know, the HCM roadmap is well thought out. It's, it's documented, it's planned, right? You're aligning your teams to hit certain targets at a certain time. And then pandemic shows up, right? So um, I'd love to know just how significantly did your development and, and design development and, and deployment plans change from pandemic? And, and how did that kind of influence how you, you're delivering the products you're delivering right now? To, to be honest, um, most of what we were delivering um, didn't change that much, um, mm -hmm. primarily because we, we, we do plan and, and we, did we did have a pretty organized plan. You know, I, I would say some things around the edges, um, you know, change and we emphasize pushing some things out. Um, you know, I, I would say the Experience Design Studio, we, we had these libraries of rules that, you know, were kind of on the shelf and we weren't sure like how quickly we were going to push them into product and, and get them out. Um, I think that accelerated. So th this whole auto autocomplete area where we were in early adopter phase for a couple of releases because we wanted to kind of flush some things out. I think we pushed that out much more quickly than, than maybe we would have. So I think we accelerated some things in the roadmap more so than than than. Um, we did. The other thing we did, it, it helped, which is really interesting. Um, we've had a workforce health and safety module for, for a long time. It's been out yeah. for a couple of years, right? And we probably honestly had maybe a hundred customers using it. Um, and so we were kind of slow, I call it slow rolling, slow rolling the, the features or whatever. And then all of a sudden the pandemic hits and everybody's like, hey, how do I track like COVID incidents or workplace incidents? And we're like, Hey, you know, we have a module that like, literally does that. And so we, that we put that on, on the front um, burner, so to speak. And we created this um, employee care package with, with employee health and safety at the center of it and offered it free to our customers. Um, you know, it's funny people are used to, to Oracle um, maybe not, 
always doing the free stuff. So we, we said, hey, we're going to give this uh, to you for free for the next 12 months at least, or as long as you need to manage it through the pandemic. And um, that was received really, really well. So I think, you know, it, and we've had, I think, 150 customers uptake it and deploy it in production. So it's been one of these things where we had a product and um, it was kind of there and we kind of pushed it to the forefront and, and been, been helping customers get live on it and configure it. So I think it's kind of changed from that, from that yeah. perspective. Great. Thank you. I'm glad you mentioned that. I know we did a show a couple months ago um, about, about that exact module. And one of the things I find really interesting about Oracle is because of the size of your teams, you do have that ability to sort of have these modules that are at least started and could be brought to the front really quickly, where I think sometimes vendors struggle if they had nothing in place. Yeah. And then they have a small development team, they have to like shift gears and try and like play catch up. Um, so I do think that is one benefit and not just like you said, not just for, you know, Oracle current customers, but something that, you know, going forward, I think customers or potential customers could say, look, Oracle is sort of thinking about these things always, right? So in times of, of trouble, they can sort of elevate them and, and get up to speed really quickly. I think that's fairly unique in our industry. Yeah. I mean, I, we do have, um, it, we do have a roadmap and we do have an execution plan. We do have um, projects on the shelf. And I always say pro there's projects on the shelf that never see the light of day. And I don't call them science project, but we, we do have things that we're working on to see if like interesting new technologies, how we're going to apply them or interesting new investments and features. And sometimes we, we just like say, you know, we're not going to go forward with that or it's not the right time. And then sometimes we pull things off the shelf, like this whole autocomplete area in the experience design studio was something that we've been working on behind the scenes for years. And, and then finally we just said, you know what, the, now's the time and then we put it in and we put it into production same with opportunity marketplace so i don't know if we're, we're going to talk about it. opportunity marketplace is one we've been we've had and we've been like developing behind the scenes for a long time yeah. and and it was just one of these things like when are we going to release it we had been working on it. it's part of recruiting cloud and for and, and we had designed it to be more for talent mobility. So building up your skills, taking temporary assignments and, and building skills around new things that, that you want to eventually move into. And a number of our customers said, hey, we have this like short-term problem where we've had this major disruption and we need to move some people quickly onto other projects. Do you have anything that does that? And we're like, yeah, I mean, we do. We do. And so we, we literally pushed this to the front again. Then those are something that we were really, it was out there. It was in, it was in our production code, but we really pushed it to the front and a number of customers have literally used it to mobilize talent around virtual conferences or virtual webcasts, you know, and, 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 and really helping fill a short-term gap um, with talent they already have in the organization. Yeah. Chris, I've had the opportunity to see, Opportunity Marketplace demoed a couple of times uh, recently, and uh, it's fantastic. It's simple to use. You talked about a little bit earlier, Chris, and I think that was one of the key features that I've seen in Opportunity Marketplace, that how quickly, say, a project manager can create a temporary assignment or, or a gig, post it out to the community, have that be pushed based on profiles and, and you know, best fit matches, right, to the right people and put it right on their, their homepage, right up on the, on the top and they apply to it. I'm, I'm describing your product to you. I hope I'm getting it right, but uh, <laughs> they can apply to that gig and, and, and be, be assigned to that temporary role, like within literally within minutes. It's a really, really cool piece of technology. I also tattle on us both a little bit because Steve and I, we do a lot of speaking engagements sometimes for the same 
you know, uh, different conferences or whatnot, and sometimes not. And we don't usually tell each other what we're writing about. And we actually found out after the fact, we both mentioned and used Opportunity Marketplace, Oracle Opportunity Marketplace, in our HR Tech China presentations. So there awesome. you go. It's, you know, and, and in all fairness, I mean, as analysts and consultants, it's like we're not, you know, we're not told to, to promote one or another. It's, it's really about what's truly interesting and what's easy and, and simple and um, meaningful. And so I think that says a lot too, when you have people who are not even talking about it, who are like coming to, to the same conclusion. So, yeah. Come, I, you know, I always say, you know, you, you both have come to, which I thank you, come to our um, user conference over the years. And, um, and I'm pretty transparent when I talk to our customers and, you know, I will tell you like three years ago, I, I wasn't happy with our user experience and kind of where we were at in the market. And I was transparent. I would tell our users, like, we got to do better. And, and I, I think if you see what we're producing now and where the product has emerged and Opportunity Marketplace is a great one, and, and, and Steve, you spoke about it, it really is a beautiful user experience. It's super simple. And I, I just think from, from where we were, we really just put our heads down and said, hey, you know, the usability and experience of our product is, is so important. Um, yeah. You need to get things right. So while it's functional and does cool things, it's super simple, even at the expense of, I mean, and, and you used Oracle back in the day, um, e-business suite customers will push as many features on you as possible it's like hey yeah. we need like 62 more of these things right and, and we, we even at the expense of saying no we got to keep it simple and these gigs are lightweight they're not it's not a requisition right it's it's yeah. a lightweight thing. so anyway so so thanks for calling out the simplicity but yeah. the reality is i mean we, we plan for simplicity and sometimes that's literally saying no to all of the kind of um uh, added a little bit of bloat that uh, sometimes they want. Yeah, because I mean, customers will ask for those things and they'll also like configure things in ways that kind of sub-optimizes the software. My favorite old Oracle story was I, I was at a client, I was consulting at the time and they made me create a job requisition approval, oddly enough, job requisition approval workflow that had like a 12 person approval chain you know, with different yep. brands, it went up the hierarchy for a while, then it took a left turn and went swung back around, had a detour to the budget office, someone, you know, the tool was so powerful, it would do it, Oracle workflow supported it, we, we made it work, it did work, and it was so dumb. And, yeah. uh, and then requisitions would take a month to approve. So yeah, that, that, that's a real thing. Trust me, I've seen, and you, you've both been in this industry a long time, some of the ones, um, we have some, some of our great customers in, in India that um, have for their, um, uh, termination or offboarding process um, an absconding component which is you need to check if they have any outstanding loans from the bank that that would prevent them from leaving the organization they're like Chris when is that feature coming I'm like well you know <laughs> that one's probably probably not going to be there I think I think that's probably not part of you know the, the standard offboarding process but I've, I've, we've, we've seen it all Chris, we yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think too, that's, that's the interesting part of being in the industry though, is the longer you're in, I think you do start seeing it from all those angles because I've been the, I've been the HR leader where like someone is asking me, can we, can we get them to add in to check and see if someone is a smoker or not, you know, into some workflow. And I'm like, no, we can't, <laughs> We're not, not for purpose, like to fire them. And I'm like, no, we cannot do that. But then being on a product side where you're really having to do the pushback on customers. But I think what I've, what I've learned over the years, and, and this is where I think things like um, Opportunity Marketplace or just your experience design studio in itself, um, 
it's really important that you know where to push back and not take kind of those detours that a customer might want to. And, and to be able to have a conversation with a customer or a potential customer and say, we feel like this is the best approach and the best, you know, this is what we're seeing from our collection of other customers who do this process in a different way. So I felt like even when I, I remember back to, and it was EBS, but still my first time going through that experience was we had a lot of processes that just weren't that effective. And it was our experience working with our consultants from Oracle coming to us and saying, you all need to consider changing the way you do things and here's why. And we did, and it worked out much better. So I think that partnership is what's important too when you're working with a vendor is making sure they feel comfortable to tell you your process is probably not giving you the best outcome, even yeah. though that's the way you've done it for the last 10, 20 years, right? So I appreciate the fact that you have people that are trained in, in the art of having that conversation because that's a difficult one to push back on. It's not just as simple as adding a field. Yeah. Right? Just like adding a field. I agree. I, I think, and you took your example, a really good point. I, one of the, the other things that I'm really proud about is from not only from a user experience, but from a customer um, relationship or partnership perspective, I, I, I think we've evolved so much um, in the partnerships, the customers that we work with day to day. And, and I think if you speak to our customers, they will say, we really do listen. I mean, one of the the statistics or metrics that I, I, I'm proud about, but I also push my team on is we, we, we source about, you know, sometimes it's a little bit less, sometimes it's a little bit more, about 80% of all of our features that make it into the product come from customer requests, um, whether that's through a one-on-one -on -one partnership or through our ideas lab. So we really have um, become better listeners, I would say, and, and better partners with our customers. And, and I think they would attest to that. I mean, we, we've, we've, we've come a long way and, and we, customer relationships that we have are great. I mean, my phone will light up with text if something's going wrong or if customer has a concern or an issue. I mean, literally the, the number of, it's been very quiet. So we don't have that happen very often, but if something does happen, um, customers feel like they can reach out to me like, like that and, and we'll respond. And, and I love that. I think it's, it, it's so different in the cloud than it is on premise. I mean, I just love the relationships and partners, partnership you can have. And you can ask them for anything. I mean, if you need help or you, here's a use case and can we meet with your users and see like, what do they think? And that helps us so much because my product managers are great, but we live in a sterile, you know, sterile environment, you know, yeah. and, and getting to the real part of what people do day to day makes such a big difference in the products that we deliver. Yeah, Chris, I want to talk, we've been talking about some of the products, some of the, some things in the new release, and I want to talk a little bit more about it or give you the opportunity to talk more about sure. it as a product guide. But before that, and you sort of answered half of this question already, but the question I wanted to ask you was, as a product leader, kind of the balance, right, between what we're going to build, right, and what we're going to provide to the customers, and you're balancing between what the customers are asking for, there's also kind of what the market, where the market's going a little bit, and then it's your own kind of thoughts and your team's innovations themselves and ideas. So you mentioned the 80% of the customer requests. I wonder, how do you just balance those three kinds of um, uh, drivers of, of the decisions you make around what you're going to build? Yeah. I mean, you nailed it. That, I mean, that's pretty much how, how we, how we look at it. So um, the first one um, I, I bucket is customer success. So customer success is vitally important. Renewals are, are, are so critical. So customer success is number one. So that includes things like quality. That includes features that customers have, have been asking about for a long time that might be hard to do. We, we just did a, a, 
I'll summarize it. So customer success um, is, is one. Um, uh, innovation is another one. And, and sometimes that's a small bucket. Sometimes that's, that's, a, that's a bigger bucket. Um, and then I, I would just say, you know, um, uh, customer feature requests is probably the third one. So, yeah. um, so, the, so the first one on customer success is, is less about customer feature requests. It's more about how we can make the product simpler to use, easier to manage, easier to update, um, you know, easier to configure. Um, so a lot of operational things. Um, you know, making it easier to monitor, you know, all of those things we think about. Right. So really um, like increasing the value of their investments, right? The time to value. The value. Yeah. What, what we can do to continue to minimize how much they need to support and change and configure. So we spend a lot of time in that. Innovation, um, we try to do some things that are new and different. And this is really for um, customers on the bleeding edge. And so we have some customers, um, Hilton's a great one uh, that, that, that you should have on the show sometime if you ever, if you ever want a great, great guest. Um, Kelly's fantastic, but um, they're on the, they, they like to be on the bleeding edge of everything. I mean, they take everything new. And so, so they partner with us, JP Morgan Chase as well, on some of the new things that we're delivering. So we have this new um, advanced pay um, feature, we call it pay me now. Um, so we, we try to do some, some, some cool things around um, innovation and, and trying to think about um, what customers are going to like. But also the one thing that I always emphasize is I, I don't want to just build things that nobody's going to use. So everything that we build around innovation, we have customer sponsors that are going to put it into production and give its feedback. And then the last one is the 80% where we're looking at what customers need to, to, to make the product fit better within their organization. And so we do that. And it can be industry specific. Um, it can be geography specific. And so we try to take a blend of those things. But that's kind of how we think about, um, you know, filling a release um, up with, with what goes into it. Um, you mentioned the um, Oracle Anytime Pay. And I have to tell you, I mean, I'm payroll geek at heart. I, I was always a generalist, but payroll oddly is one of my favorite parts of, of what an HR leader, you know, typically gets to be responsible for. So can you maybe talk a little bit about that? And I know you had some other um, Oracle Payroll Connect and just some other updates that are, that are fairly current. Can you maybe talk a little bit about some of those? Sure. So um, uh, it's, it's funny. My background is not in HR like you. <laughs> um, it, and my background, um, well, I've been in development and technology all my life, but um, I came into the HR world about, about eight years ago or nine years ago where I was asked to, to, to lead our HCM suite. And, and so I've learned a lot um, from all the people around me and in the industry. Um, so Anytime Pay was, was a cool one. We call it Pay Me Now. And um, this was something that um, JP Morgan Chase actually um, requested. One of their senior executives said, hey, look, this is something we want to do from an employee loyalty perspective. And, and I, I literally, in the first meeting, I'm like, yeah, why don't we do that? I love it, you know? And so we, we sat down, talked to some other customers and I thought it was super easy, right? Me being, I know how the technology works. I'm like, hey, this, we'll, we'll crank this out in like a release, right? And, and my payroll team's like, well, you know, there's some things you got to think about, like how, how much tax you hold, what if they have, you know, garnishment. I mean, there's a whole lot of things that you got to think about. So um, it, took us, it took us a few releases, but um, so Pay Me Now is, is, is great. And it's one of these things where you can feel good about, you know, if, um, and you hear about these sad stories and I will give you a sad story, but you know, if people need some extra pay for uh, the weekend, maybe their car broke down and they need to get paid early. It's one of these things that you can give back to your employees and, and allow them to request pay that they've already earned before, you know, the two week pay, pay period is up. So I love it from that perspective. And, and when I heard it and, and why they wanted to do it, I was like, let's go do that thing and get it done. Um, so sometimes th those ideas come like that and, and we go get it done. 
The other one that I would just say that I'm excited about in this release, so Opportunity Marketplace is great. Um, Journeys is probably the other, is the other new capability. So um, I, I often joke the, the two journeys that um, uh, organizations create today is the onboarding journey. We, we, we invest a ton. Everybody wants like, when that, that new candidate comes in and becomes an employee, we want to make that special, right? So they get, you know, they meet their mentor, they get backpacks, they get mouse pads, they get whatever, you know, all this great stuff. And they're like, oh, this is the best company to work for. And then we don't do anything for them from a journey perspective to grow their career, anything like that um, for the next, you know, whatever years, ter you know, term they have with the company. And then we offboard them where they, where we ask them to rate their manager and then give all that stuff back. Right. So journeys was really this idea. Can we create these, these experiences in between the onboarding, the offboarding process where it can be like a return to work experience or grow your career experience, or you got married experience where some of it can be administrative, like make sure you do these things, but some of it can be, you know, find your next skill or go to opportunity marketplace to look for, you know, a short-term gig that you can grow your skills here or check in with your mentor. So we can help guide employees to, to, you know, grow their career more or move around the organization or, you know, make sure they're connecting with the right people. So this journey's concept is, is something simple, fun, um, but also I think it can help employees feel like they're valued for, for what they do within, within the organization. That's a great, I just want to make one comment about the anytime pay and maybe this treasure payroll person and maybe I'm crazy on this. I think there will be a time and I don't think this time is in the too distant future where the, the old notion of the pay cycle, the bi-weekly, the semi-monthly, the monthly, whatever it was, that's going to go away. I, I, think, I think that's going to be over with in maybe 10 years, maybe less. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Say, I'll tell you what, I'll give you my idea. And if you build it, I will be your favorite, like <laughs> you'll be my favorite person ever. Um, so I always wanted pay modeling. So sort of payroll's always rear view mirror. Yep. I want a development team to create pay modeling. So like when I worked in healthcare, when you have like nurses who get different pace, pay uh, rates for different like OR, ER, whatever, like they could model out like, well, if I pick up a shift here, I get this and it'll do this to my paycheck versus that. So there you go. There's, there's the pay of the future. We, that's a great one. And that's one of those we have on the shelf. So we, we will, not, it's not done, but um, <laughs> we will counsel with you, Trish, and have you take a look at it and give us some Ooh. feedback. One of these oh things that, that we've been dabbling with for a while, and it can get complicated, right? Especially oh, get into these different hourly scenarios that you just gave, you know? Um, but um, it's one of these that it's out there and we yeah. have it. We just got to figure out when we're going to plot that in. So we will follow. That's a follow up. There you go. I like it. So when that's ready, we'll come back on the, on the show and we'll talk about that for sure. Well, absolutely. Chris, this has been so much fun. Great to have some time with you. Super excited about the Oracle live event coming up as well. I know you are, you'll get a chance. So how, you're such a, now that you're, you're HCM keynotes, right? We look forward to every year. Are you, how are we working on this yet? Are we, we writing the scripts? Where are we? Um, uh, so just, we've already recorded it. Oh, so, okay. so it's, so it's, so it's, it's, this is just for you. Okay. So yeah, I know it's for you. don't worry about it. Um, it will come by the time you, you watch this show, it will be out. So you, you'll see it. Um, I think it's on the 29th. Um, and it's great. I mean, I, you know how I love demonstrating the product. I love getting in. That's my thing. 
but um, it's hard when you don't have the audience there. So you'll see, I mean, I, I tried to give it my all and, you know, and be there, but when you don't have the, that feedback, it's, it makes it harder, but it's, it's fun. And there's a lot of cool stuff. That yeah. Well, we look forward to, it. I encourage everybody listening to this to check out Oracle live, check out Chris's keynote. You will, you'll, I know in advance, you'll love it. Right. Cause we look forward to them every year. Uh, super uh, great again to have you here and let's not make it another 10 years before we have you back. Okay, Chris, let's <laughs> for sure. We'll try to increase that. Awesome. All right. Great stuff. Chris Leon, thank you so much. Once again, thanks to all our friends at Oracle uh, for making this possible today. Trish, thank you. Great show. Of course. Oh, yes. I was, this was fun. You got this to talk wonderful. about payroll a little bit, which I know you like. I love anything HR. You know me. Awesome. Well, great <laughs> stuff. Okay. We're going to go. This uh, has been a great show for Chris Leon, for Trish McFarland. My name's Steve Bose. Thank you so much for listening to the HR Happy Hour Show. We will see you next time and bye for now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.